removed from my eyes scales. I was praying for America and I was praying for Israel. Nothing unusual. Suddenly behind me, starting behind my back, going in the form of an arrow, were hundreds of thousands of people. And I turned around and I was stunned at what I saw. This was not just a mere dream, but this was a vision. And so I raised my hand like this, and every one of them raised their hands. I looked back and they were doing the same thing. I shouted, and they all shouted. They were one. They were one. One party. One party of people. It continued. I realized that the unity of these, amongst them stood one that God had set aside to be the leader of this nation. I said, why am I hearing this so soon? Surely you would show me a little bit of it closer to the time. And the Spirit of God said to me, This man has a humble stature, but he is a genius. And then I heard gold. I wasn't sure if this was attached to his name, but he said to me, He will restore the fortunes in this nation because of his brilliance I couldn't quite see his face because that was not allowed because there was a mist that covered all the people and he was amongst them and the Spirit of God made me look at him and he said this man will throttle the enemies of Israel this man will throttle the enemies of the West there are highly embarrassing moments that are about to occur for many many politicians in this nation there'll be a shaking amongst there will be a shaking amongst the de Democrats in the upcoming elections but unsettling for the Republicans why is why is God doing this for God said I am dissatisfied with what emerges from both parties. And then there is a nation he showed me, took me, itching for a new kind of war with America. They will shout, impeach, impeach, they say. But nay. This nation shall come very subtly, but he shall not come in the time of President Obama. They shall come when this new one arises, my David, that I have set aside for this nation. A man of prayer, a man of choice words, not a man who is verbose, who has verbosity, who speaks too much. They will even say, this man is not speaking enough but God says I have set him aside they will shout impeach impeach but this shall not happen and then God says highly embarrassing moments when another Snowden arises and people will become very afraid they'll say we have no protection and then God says am I impressed with your weapons of war am i impressed with the strength of your men's legs ha! Hmm. i have said i will bring this nation to its knees and god said you have been humbled and yet some more and then you shall hear the sounds of great victory for where are the people gathered where are my people gathered where is the sound of unity from my people 
I want just this crowd here and all the thousands watching all over the world. Just do me a favor. Just for about 30 seconds, raise up your voice and shout. Welcome back. This is episode 43. And today we are going to wake up to God's plans in this world right now in this timeline. That prophecy that was just given to you was by Kim Clements. He was given by God through Ken Clements in 2014. That's nine years ago. Nine years ago, God told everybody what his plans were. And a lot of people might have not heard the later prophecies, but he goes later to say what Trump's about to do. And when I heard these years ago, I had no idea the meaning of a lot of the stuff he said until now when it's all played out. Another thing I think people need to understand right now is God has never lost control. And I feel like a lot of us are losing control and losing our minds because it is the biggest poop show of our lives, right? Like nobody has lived through this type of insanity ever. But just remember, you were picked for this time and this season. So check check yourself. Are you working on what timeline? You know what I mean? Because Satan definitely has a timeline, but so does God. And God's timeline for lack of better word, Trump's Satan's and he picked Trump to trumpet. How funny is that? Now, originally I was intending to do a podcast about the Hernandez brother or sorry, the Menendez brothers, because their case should be talked about. It's um, horrific what their father did to them. And we will get there next week. But this week I was so just in my own battlefield of emotions that I felt like I needed to bring hope through the atmosphere with my podcast today. And the hope is that God has never left the throne and he is so in control. And the reason we know that is because he wants us to know his plans. And I think guys, we are close. So if we went back and if Melody's podcast wasn't censored, that's me. I'm talking third person. I know it's weird. But if my podcast was not censored, in 2021, when I started exposing the election fraud of this Biden charade, I had all kinds of podcasts on there back then that said, true faith is to know Trump will be the president in 2020. And like, I had no doubt he was going to win the 2020 election, which he did, by the way. And I want to play you before I keep going this clip that I just heard yesterday about what's really, really going on here. And I can't even believe this was on the news yesterday. I was like, wow, this shows you that we are in the time I think we're in. And I'll get there too. Um, But let's first listen to why it looks like Biden's in control when really he's not. Did they know what is being played out in front of us? Also, is it possible for Trump to be in court and it's to our advantage? Is it possible this... Our way to, this is our way to get evidence on record. Is it possible this would force the media to cover what evidence has shown? Only a handful of people would cause a mass population awakening. Think, it will make the Super Bowl look like a puppy bowl. Just be prepped that if it goes that way, we are in full control and it's just to show the world that we have legally pulled this off. Thanks to Italian Patriots for putting this out. Release the Kraken, right? Remember that? Something big is about to drop, and that was released August 2nd, 2018, five years ago. And you say, what big things are about to drop? And so as we look to the GB News, GBN Live, we noticed uh, former President uh, Donald Trump charged, but then they had an interview with somebody very interesting. I'm going to play this and we'll talk about it more. They've made a huge, huge mistake with this one because even though we thought what was going to happen was they were going to go after him for treason or sedition, but they did criminally charge him, but they didn't go to that extreme. As a result, he has due process so he can subpoena people and bring things in. Now, let me say something about this 2020 election, is that Biden is a legitimate president, but he's a legitimate president of what is now the bankrupt U.S. corporation. And that was a treaty in 1871. 
Well, on September 12, 2018, Trump created an executive order. Within that, he outlined in future elections any kind of foreign or domestic interference, specifically for the 2020 election. So we say, how did he know some of these things were going to happen? Election integrity on both sides of the aisle is tough. It's really tough. But what this has done is it's opened the door for Trump to present his case. Well, that's a good thing, isn't it? Because, what, I mean, the, but actually, he can subpoena. We, you know, people can actually see evidence from both right. sides. That's a sensible yes, move. Exactly. And, and it's a great mistake by Jack Smith that he's done that. Absolutely great. See, the thing is, think about um, uh, Edward Snowden and all the information he had. Think about the fact that our military, our Department of Defense Space Force, if you think that they don't have the actual real results from the election, then you're fooling yourself. Yeah, you know I sit on a task force at the Department of Defense, and the thing is, they've got the goods. They've got the goods, and Trump knew that if he presented any of the goods early on, we'd have a civil war that he really felt that the people needed to see how bad it could get. Okay, so just a little history they didn't teach us in school real quick. Okay, if you're a U.S. citizen, get ready to understand and know how your Social Security and birth certificate has basically made you an employee of this U.S. corporation that we live in. And you, unknowingly to that, are assigned at birth basically to be an asset to this corporation. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. So at the end of the Civil War, Congress reconvened and passed what's called the United States Reorganization, Reorganization Act of 1871, also known as the Act to Provide a Municipal Government for the District of Columbia. However, this government was different. It was structured as a foreign-owned corporation and called the United States. Even it even adopted the Republic Constitution, but changed only one word. They changed the word Constitution for the United States. <laughs> do you, did you any read that again? They changed the word Constitution for the United States to the Constitution of the United States. Okay, so they took for and made it of. And our whole lives changed because of that one word. So the reason I'm sharing this because it's a, it's a huge deal to understand that Joe Biden is a president of the bankrupt United States Corporation. Donald Trump is the president and I believe the acting president of the Constitutional Republic of the United States. So that's why you're seeing and you know, Ken Clements even prophesies about two presidents at the same time. Let me read you that prophecy. Reading this one because this one was not recorded, but it was documented and it was documented in 2008. So Kim Clements in 2008, he prophesied that there would be a time when America would have two presidents at the same time. He said, and they shall say, but now there is a second president. How can we have two presidents? An unusual thing, isn't it? Says the spirit of the Lord. Why would it be that one with a double mind would stand up at, and face the people? No, they will shall say, we have two presidents. What shall we do now? Fear not, for God said, as I promised before, this is my nation, and I will change things according to the time and season. And I told you, now I will expose and reveal things that have been hidden so that my nation can move into the next election and next phase with victory, honor, and glory, says the Lord of hosts. That was 4 4 20, or not 20, 2008. So that was 16 years ago. And the reason I'm bringing up these older prophecies first is because the newer prophecies, a lot of people are just throwing out everything. Oh, these prophets are false and they don't know what they're talking about. and Nothing they said happened and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, guys, we got to think about this in, in a realistic thing. In Amos, in the book of Amos, God said he would send many, many prophets. He also warned of false prophets. I've talked about false prophets. If they're not biblically aligned they don't align with the original bible then throw them out if they disagree with anything that who jesus said he was and what he did throw it out and there's a lot of religions i can bring up right now that honor jesus but not in the deity he deserves to be honored in and that is his god <laughs> he is god jesus 
is God and people don't understand that. And so, and he, and Jesus even told people that, but they still, they still don't understand that. And they let their religions tell them what Jesus is instead of letting Jesus tell us who he was. And he said, he is the way, the truth and the life. And no one, not one person, not no matter how good you are, guys, will get to heaven except through Jesus. So I highly suggest if you don't want to live an eternity in a burning pit of hell, then you should probably get to know who Jesus was and, and the love that he has for you. Because at the end of the day, all God wants to do is love his children. And I think all most humans want is love. And when you sit there and you bask in love, in God's love for you, then when everybody that's imperfect on this world tries to tell you how imperfect you are, you don't care because God loves you. And you know how much God loves you. And you feel the love of God in your soul and heart and mind and body. And it's a game changer. So why did I decide to do this podcast tonight? It's because one, I feel like a lot of people fell off God's timeline. They got too caught up with Trump. They got too caught up with Q. They got too caught up with all the things that helped wake up the world. But they forgot that God tells all things through his prophets. And he started way back in 2008. Okay, now I'm about to play you another one from Ken Clements because this one, when I first heard it back in 2016, I, Bill Gates was not on my radar. I had no idea he was going to try to kill everybody with food and vaccines and everything he's done. He is a terrible human. Terrible. He's inhuman, really. He was born and raised thinking there's one superior breed. He's basically like Hitler, in my opinion. I think he is a piece of junk and he doesn't care about humanity, just his own, you know, ex human experiments. And you can find that easily on TED Talks. And and he just released a bunch of mosquitoes on people this year, giving everybody malaria all over the place and Florida all over. And I live in New Mexico. I've never in 20 years have had mosquito problems until this year. And we have a mad amount of mosquitoes. So screw you, Bill Gates. You suck. So anyways, back to God and how he still loves Bill Gates. And I don't even know how, <laughs> how can you love these people? And he does. He just wants these people to turn and repent from their wicked ways. That's all he wants. And they, and they, and they rather worship Satan. And I think I've proven over the last several podcasts that this real war we're in isn't a Democrat and Republican war. It's a good and evil war. It's a spiritual war. It's a war against our children and it's a war against our freedom because what does Satan want? He wants to kill God's kids and get them while they're young, right? That's what Satan's all about. And then he wants to kill, still and destroy us who are older because we are God's children. And it's so simple when you fight and they wake up to that. And every celebrity that's on TV is not a good person and they've sold basically their soul that they don't even have the ability to sell because it's God's soul, not theirs to sell for money and fame to walk around in jumpsuits and put spells over your children while you take them to Taylor Swift concerts, which is unbelievable to me that people still worship this satanic priestess woman, but whatever, <laughs> getting off topic. So back to Trump. Okay. So why did God choose Trump? I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't realize that we are in this direction of a new world order, then you haven't read the Bible and you haven't been listening to the politicians because they have been talking about this new world order since the nineties in their political debates. I have, let's just play a quick clip of them posing this question in the 1993 presidential debate. Okay. I'm sure I played this before in a previous podcast, but let's just real quick for those of you in the back that don't realize what's going on in the world want need to hear that they have been programming us to accept this new world order democracy socialist system for a long time and just like i said in my word trickery podcast that is just a word trick we are not a democracy we are a public and we do not want to be a democracy at all we want to be a republic to which it stands one nation under god thank you i think we have a question here on international affairs hopefully We've come to a position uh, where we're in a new world order, and I'd like to know what the candidates feel our position is in this new world order and what our responsibilities are as a superpower. Mr. President? Well, we have come to that position. Since I became president, 40, 43, 44 countries have gone democratic, no longer totalitarian, no longer living under dictatorship. <laughs> or no longer Republican. This is exciting. This is New world order to me means freedom and democracy. 
I think we will have a continuing responsibility as the only remaining superpower to stay involved. If we pull back in some isolation and say we don't have to do our share or more than our share anymore, uh, I believe you're going to just ask for conflagration that we'll get involved in in the future. NATO, for example. So then he goes, goes to how great NATO is, which I disagree with that too, but I also disagree with the New World Order. But if you've never heard Kathy O'Brien, and I'm not going to go play the clip, but I'm just going to let you know, she said back in like the 70s, they were talk talking about Clinton winning after Bush and when the American public got disillusioned with the next Republican, then we'll throw in a Democrat. And that's what they've done. This has not been a real election ever, guys. This has just been you guys fighting with your family members over things you don't agree on. And then they have taught us not to talk about politics or religion, which are two subjects that everyone should be talking about and be able to talk about. But now we've come to a point where no one can talk about anything because they lose their minds. It's pretty insane how the devil loves and when i say devil i don't mean a guy with pitchfork and horns i mean the spirit of the enemy this awful destruction spirit wants to just destroy families and wants to destroy everything and it's all we are fighting each other while they are winning the game it's ridiculous they're still playing the game they're still winning the game they're still getting their new world new world order in order okay and it's time that we stop fighting about that and the other day, this this woman, for lack of a better word, <laughs> decided that she was so excited that Trump was getting indicted. And I had this conversation. And to me, I don't even care because I know God's in control. And, you know, I thought all of this was going to happen back in 2020. I really did. I thought by March of 2021, Trump would be back in. I thought everything that's happening in 2023 was going to happen in 2021. So in order for... The fact that I'm still on here podcasting, giving you guys this truth and hope is because I really, really, truly have faith that God is better than anything that we can comprehend and that we need to see this wasn't about Donald Trump winning the rightful election and, and don't quit saying Trump 2024 because he already won 2020. He's going to be back in 2023, so it, it maybe 2024 at the latest, but it's not going to be because of the election. It's going to be because of a new election because i believe by the end of this year people will finally wake up and you know what i really think it's going to take guys and i'm sorry to say this and i wish i was wrong in a way but i'm kind of happy too is a lot of people's god is money i see so many people that don't raise their children they throw them in daycares from six weeks old to 18 like lose complete connection with their children besides the couple hours they have at night when they get off work when they're tired and don't really have the energy to put into their children because children are a lot of work children are a full-time job i have a two-year-old and a 16 year old and it is a full-time job on both angles and then i'm on top of that trying to do commercial real estate and trying to have podcasts and clean have my house clean and da -da 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 -da. like people we have lost balance we have lost balance and the one thing that i've noticed doing this commercial real estate gig is that so many people chase the money and, and not their families. And I think there's going to be a time where the money is just, the banks are going to fail. You guys, according to these prophecies, the banks will fail. The money system is going to fail. We are going to go back to a gold back system. I do not know how it's going to work. I do not know what it's going to look like. I do believe there will be a time of debt clearing and forgiveness because this federal bank debt that we're all paying through our home loans and everything else is, uh, basically illegal. Um, I'm not saying to quit paying your mortgages or anything, but let God work the plans out. And until then do your thing, pay the bills, you know, as best you can. If you, a lot of people are having a hard time affording their mortgages, give it to God, pray. I have to tell you the story really quick. When I was getting divorced from my daughter, my 16 year olds, and, and this was all in my first podcast, but again, it's been deleted. So I'll just do a quick summary. One of my first podcasts I ever told that made me keep podcasting because the next day, one of my students, I used to teach fitness, unfortunately yoga. Um, and there's a whole podcast on that too. But anyways, I was telling at that time I was still teaching yoga and I decided to start a podcast to share this workout program that I was doing. And it was an MLM and I didn't know anything about an MLM. By the way, I still do those workout programs from 2019. But because of that MLM, it got me wanting to share on a podcast. And so I thought, oh, let's just talk about my life and what got me doing this MLM and why I want to, 
you know, try to make money doing it, which by the way, guys, MLMs are, are not ways to make money. Don't quit your job for an MLM ever. I'd my opinion, but if you like the products and you get discounts and you can share and make a little money here or there, fine, whatever, but don't go selling your soul for an MLM. Okay. Because it's just gross. And while I'm on that topic, Malaluka, you got some explaining to do because you sit there and you say you're not an MLM and you are and your owner. I looked up the owner the other day and he listened to this. This is hilarious to me because if you ever get involved with Melaleuca, which I did, they will sit there and they'll tell you this isn't an MLM and you know, you're just helping customer. It's same thing they tell you in any MLM, blah, blah, blah. But they try to say this one's not and that you can never say the the word Melaleuca when you're like advertising for them or whatever, you have to call it the wellness company. And a lot of people call it the Patriot company. But I don't find it very patriotic that he didn't support Trump. He supported, uh, I, I want to say Mitt Romney, which is a scumbag. And um, he's, and again, I have nothing against Mormons at all, because I think the basic level Mormons are awesome. But the high up you get in that church, the more you get into the whole Mason, Illuminati, all the things guys. And it's a truth. It's just a truth. And you can look it up. You can figure it out yourself. So anyways, back to this Melaleuca shenanigans that I think is hilarious. Okay. This is so funny to me. So this guy, he is one of the richest guys in Idaho. He owns just as much land as basically Bill Gates. His name's Frank Leonard Vandersloot. He was born August 14th, 1948. He is Mormon. He went to BYU, um, financed, you know, Mitt Romney, um, thrown a lot of money into the Republican party, which to me is the same. Like I just said, it's the same side. So I get so sick and tired of being like, is that a liberal? Is that a Democrat? People, we are so much more than labels. And you are, if you knew the truth, you wouldn't be a Republican or a Democrat. If you live in America, you'd be a patriot caring about our U.S. Constitution and getting rid of this uh, corporation slavery system that we live under. That's what we need to wake up to. And every president, Republican and Democrat before Donald Trump were a new world order president. They didn't care about we the people. They didn't work for we the people. They worked for the corporation of the United States. Okay, we have to understand that and quit fighting because then we can unite. Yay. So the reason I bring up this this whole thing as a side little thing is because it just shows how easy it is to manipulate people with just, hey, this this is a patriot company. This is this and this is that. Like we are so easily duped as a society because we don't just do a simple little background research. And if you did with Donald Trump, you would start to see like this man's done nothing but good for our country the entire four years he was in charge. And how the heck can you be an American citizen and live in the mess poop hole that Biden's put us in the last few years? And think this is okay. I mean, I'm glad that God, that God is in control and I'm glad that we needed to see all this. And it's really built my faith. But it's also hard to see, see it and to see how easily people are manipulated. And when it comes to this Malaluka, don't be part of a company that says they're not an MLM and they're in an MLM. Like, understand what you're a part of. If you like the products, great. You know, go for it. I like some of their products. I think they're great. But I think most of them are overpriced and they're not even wellness. They're the same crap you buy in the grocery store. And the fact that they help, they have like all these ties with Target and all this stuff, that's not really appealing to me either. Because that just shows they're tied with all corporate America that you know is owned by George Soros. So to me, these are just the same exact people but they have people buying over inflated products saying that they're so great and well and clean when they don't, can't even get the real ingredients in them because it's a proprietary secret i mean it's just crazy so it's september 1985 vandersloot's brother-in-law roger ball and roger's brother alan ball offered vandersloot a helm of of oil of melaleuca inc a startup multi-level marketing business based in idaho falls Vanderslot said the company was a mess when he arrived, and according to Dan Pokey, a supposed 80% corner on the tea tree market turned out to be 5%. The FDA came knocking because salespeople were exaggerating medical claims and multi-level model that lured people to buy $5,000 in inventory offered Vandersloot's sense of fairness. Oil and Melaleuca failed to achieve significant market share, and the partner shut down the company in 85. 
So then he reopens it as Melaleuca Inc. So it says in 1985, Vandersloot founded the multi-level marketing company Melaleuca. So please quit saying it's not an MLM. It is. It just is. And I know I'm going sidetracked, but I just am so sick and tired of us being lied to all the time. And I don't think anybody's trying to be lied to. But if you just do some simple research on this owner of Malaluka, you can find that this is a very much a multi-level marketing company that has very much been sued and even banned in certain states. So, you know, we need to just do our, our due diligence when it comes to researching things and not just expect that whatever some podcaster tells you is true. Because you should question me and everybody else that's on the podcast right now. And if they're famous, you should question why. Why aren't they deleted? Why weren't they taken down like everybody else in 2021? So the reason I went off on the Melaleuca thing is because when I first started my podcast, as I said, I I am still part of what's called Body, B-O-D-I. It used to be called Beach Body. It's at-home workouts. I freaking love it. You get signed up with a coach or they don't even call them coaches anymore. They call them partners. But when you sign up, you get assigned a partner immediately. So no matter if you sign up online or with somebody, you get a partner. And so I used to go and be like, Hey, let me sign you up. Let me help you because then you're helping me. It was a no brainer. But I also, as the years went on, saw how much of, um, uh, if you really are trying to make a living doing this, how you you can sell your soul very easily looking like an idiot dumping, jumping in people's uh, inboxes and being like, Oh, you need to do this. Like when people really want to finally work out, they want to work out. But I did this podcast and I was sharing how my, about my divorce. And in 2008, um, Barack Obama had this thing where he said, Hey, I'm going to do this home affordable modification program. And what you can do lovely Americans is you can reapply for a lower interest rate with this new modification program that I did. And so at this time, my husband at the time and I owned a business um, a smoke shop on Central and Carlisle in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And it was making fabulous money. And I was 23 and just rolling in the dough and living a good life. And like, this is a definite lukewarm Christian where like, I'd call my mom when I needed prayer type thing. Didn't read the Bible. Didn't ask, you know, knew God as a child, but not as an adult type of person back then. And so, um, I'm, I'm over here doing my thing and, and get this, um, 2008 hits and nobody needs what I'm selling anymore. And they don't want tattoo. You know, we had taken over a tattoo shop at this time. We had our smoke shop, which was like, you know, basically it's paraphernalia and, um, nobody really could afford that when you can't even afford groceries in your home. And so my business was a business that got hit hard. So we went from making fabulous money rolling in to, you know, having bill collectors call because we can no longer keep up with all the credit cards and everything else. We were way extended in credit and it was just stupid. We were just stupid. And if I could go back and teach a whole lesson on that, I would. So anyways, fast forward, I apply for this loan. I'm on my knees praying, 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 praying. The lady gets back on. She's like, congratulations. You've been approved. Your, your mortgage has now dropped $500 a month, pay it for the next three months. And you'll be set in the locked in this new rate and blah, blah, blah. Well, this was a complete scam, you guys. And they knew it was a scam. And so what they would do and what they did in my situation and what they probably did to millions of Americans across the world is that third month came, you made your three payments at this new interest rate. And then they tried to default you and say that you did not follow the terms somehow, some way. And in my case, I had like $8 in an escrow. So they took the $8, applied it towards the loan, and then they pay, I paid the remainder that they said was due. Well, they said I was $8 short and tried to say I defaulted. And I proved in letters that they are lying. And then they tried to say it was something else. And so back then, and still to this day, I, was, I am really good at documenting things. And you should be too. So if you have conversations with somebody that's supposed to be doing something for you, especially legally, you need to write down who you're talking to. Do you have an operator number? Do you have all these things? How can I track who I'm talking to? The date you talk to them and the time. So that way you have all that time stamped. And then I highly advise emailing or writing certified mail. So you also have that because then they usually write you back. So that's what happened. So I had all these documents that were like lies. One said this, another one said this, and this, and this. 
Then they said, well, too bad, so sad. We're defaulting this loan. So the only way you can not foreclose on your home now, which I just had a baby who was just, I think, not even a year old, maybe a year at this point. So I was in mom mode big time, trying my best to make. And back then I worried all the time still, which God took that, thank God, before Rona. So I didn't, you know, know what to do. So the two days go by we decide we're just going to catch everything up. So we hustled, which I know how to use a torch and make glass things. And so does my former husband, my ex-husband. And so we were hustling and we made all this money to pay the bill. Sorry, I almost coughed. So we pay the bill. We go, we wire the Western Union to the bank. We think we're good. Two days later, we get foreclosure papers from Bank of America. We had never paid Bank of America ever in our loans. So basically something happened and someone was still in our money somewhere. So we quit paying everybody and we ended up in a court suit, which lasted for like three years. Well, meanwhile, I ended up going through a divorce. I, I literally couldn't afford the home I lived in at that moment. And God provided th for, for me two years. I lived in that home rent free. And then when I finally decided to move out and settle with the mortgage company, they paid me and I moved out because I did not even want to live in that home anymore. And so the moral of the story and why I'm telling you this, because if you're struggling right now, and I know that was a huge, just little side wind there, but don't stress you guys. And I know it's easy to say, but God's bank account is huge. It's unlimited and his plans are good for you. So if you're in this moment right now, let's stop and pray. Father God, I just thank you for whoever you need to hear this this moment right now. And I thank you for that person that's listening on the other end and the peace that's surpassing any understanding of that you got this and you're they will not be homeless and they will have a home and they will be able to sleep at night and not stay awake all night worrying about what's to come because you already won this war lord and you are in control and no matter if the bucket hits the bottom and the banks drop out tomorrow and nobody has a penny to their name you are rich and you will make us rich and you will provide for us and please let your children quit worrying and let your children that haven't turned to you turn to you and understand that you are the god and the provider of all things in jesus holy precious and beautiful name we pray that amen and i i just felt the urge to do that guys you know, God puts things on our hearts all the time. There's times where we obey. There's times where we don't. I highly advise in this time where you get a, a, a feeling to call somebody you haven't talked to in a long time or mend a relationship that's broken. That's just really silly. You know, I have many relationships in my life that broke over 2020. Some of them are 20 year friendships and I've learned to forgive and love them for who they are. And if they ever wake up and the scales fall off their eyes and they become mighty warriors of Christians, Christians, warriors, I will be the first one to bring them back into the family of God because I didn't turn my back on them. They turned their back on me because I chose to speak the truth and I chose to support the truth and I chose to not back down regardless of popularity. And that was hard for me to do at that time. But it's grown me into the person I am and I wouldn't change it for anything. And it's all because Donald Trump stood up for me and this country, this United States that I live in. And it's not going to affect just us over here, but the entire world will be infected, <laughs> affected, will be affected by this gentleman, infected by Biden, affected by Trump and what he will do to change this because it is insane how God chooses people to do his will and his work and his way. And he always has. So I don't know why it surprises people that he's using Donald Trump because they think he doesn't speak right and all this stuff. Well, God's seasoning him too, guys. He's not going to always be this obnoxious guy, right? He had to be seasoned just like everybody else, but still, I think he's awesome and I will support him forever. And I support him because God chose him and he told us and I choose to believe God's plans are of good. So I'm going to end this. I'm going to end it with the Kim Clements pod or pod, his um, message, his prophecy about um, Bill Gates opening the gates of the financial realm, how Trump will have a two terms, which I thought would be back to back. Here's what I think is going to happen. Prophecy said two years ago, which everybody thought it was two years ago that August was going to get hot. 
And that means with everything dropping and August is already hot and we're only eight days in. It's hot. Things are happening here in the United States. Big time. News is dropping. Things are dropping. They're trying to distract like crazy. God also said there's going to be a time where they're going to, he this time will, they won't lock us in. God will lock us in to protect us from whatever they're doing. So likely there's going to be some type of, uh, being back locked in our homes for a little bit. I don't know how long, I don't know what for, but I do think it's going to be different than this first pandemic. I think it's going to be God's turn to lock us in rather than them. And I think he's doing it to keep us safe. I also think he's doing it to minister to people because a lot of people need God to literally minister to us one-on-one and I'm one of them. I have so many things that I want God to break off in my life and I know I'm close. I know I'm there and I know God's not giving up on me and I'm not giving up on myself, but I'll tell you guys, I'm no perfect Christian. I still have things, ties, soul ties of my past that I have not let go and I'm choosing not to let go. And I'm not quite sure why. And so I've been working with God and God alone because he's the only one that can judge me on releasing these from me on releasing these addictions from me and these things that I hold on to that I choose to, you know, cause I know God has bigger plans than, than I have for myself. I know he does. That's why you just constantly trust and constantly understand his plans. But August is going to get hot. I think September, October is going to get messy. I don't know what. I, I think that's when the darkness could happen. And, you know, the Bible talks about these three days of darkness. A lot of people have been mentioning 10 days of darkness. I know my Internet's been wacky at my house for about six months. Like my phone barely works in my living room anymore. It's just weird. It's like they're conditioning me, I feel like in particular, maybe it's happening to you too, to get used to my phone not working and my internet not working. I have to reset my phone all the time. It's ridiculous. And then on top of that, after they say there's going to be this time of suddenlies and the unity is going to happen. And I believe that will be around November because they said the, in the prophecies of past that it will be like Christmas in November. Again, I thought this was going to be two years ago. So for me to have faith that this is still going to happen shows that I have major faith that this is going to happen. And it's not because I have faith in these prophets. I have faith in God and his word. And I read it. And when somebody speaks it and it sounds just like the way God speaks in the Bible, then it resonates with my soul and my heart and it plants little seeds. And when things pop up in the news or things pop up over and over with different people or prophecies or even in the world or at the workplace, those seeds pop back up into my brain. And I'm like, hey, I remember when God planted that seed and told me this was going to happen. So the time is suddenly is going to happen. Suddenly everything will change. Suddenly. You will see everything change. You know how many times I thought the suddenlies were here? They're, they weren't, or not quite. <laughs> but I still have faith, and I hope you do too. So I hope this message gave whoever needed to hear it help. I don't know why I decided to do it tonight. Totally not what I was going to talk about um, for this week's podcast. And I missed last week because life got messy and busy, and school started here, and all the things. So last week went by fast. It was a blur, and. I'm glad it's over. <laughs> but here we are this week. Uh, here's the Kim Clements prophecy. We already said a prayer, so I won't bother. Well, I guess we can bother with another one because we don't bother God with nothing, do we? So we'll bother with another one. And have a blessed and good night. We'll talk to you soon. Here's the last prophecy. The man after my own heart. I have found the man after my own heart, and he is amongst highest court in the land, the Supreme Court, too, shall step down for the embarrassment of what shall take place. For I wish to place in the highest court in the land righteousness. And they shall attempt to put others in to endeavor, to reach their endeavors. But God says, hear me tonight. Hear me today. I have this whole thing planned out according to my will, for it is now time for me to restore the fortunes of Zion. I couldn't quite see his face because that was not allowed, because there was a mist that covered all the people and he was amongst them. And the Spirit of God made me look at him and he said, this man will throttle the enemies of Israel.
best. And there are highly embarrassing moments that are about to occur for many, many politicians in this nation. There will be a shaking amongst there will be a shaking amongst the de Democrats in the upcoming elections, but unsettling for the Republicans. Why is, why is God doing this? For God said, I am dissatisfied with what emerges from both parties. And then there is a nation he showed me, took me itching for a new kind of war with America. They will shout, impeach, impeach, they say. But nay. This nation shall come very suddenly. But he shall not come in the time of President Obama. They shall come when this new one arises, my David, that I have set aside for this nation. A man of prayer, a man of choice words, not a man who is verbose, who has verbosity, who speaks too much. They will even say, this man is not speaking enough. But God says, I have set him aside. They will shout, impeach, impeach. But this shall not happen. And then God says, highly embarrassing moments when another Snowden arises. And people will become very afraid. They'll say, we have no protection. And then God says, am I impressed with your weapons of war? Am I impressed with the strength of your men's legs? Ha! I have said I will bring this nation to its knees. The man that I have raised up, pray, for the enemy will do everything in his power to put a witch in the White House. Did anybody hear what he just said? For Jezebel has chased away the prophets and even Elijah. Now I have said, go back, for this shall be dismantled so that there will be no more corruption in the White House, says the Spirit. This that shall take place shall be the most unusual thing, a transfiguration, a going into the marketplace, if you wish, into the news media, where Time Magazine will have no choice but to say what I want them to say. Newsweek, what I want to say. say Trump shall become a trumpet says the Lord Trump shall become a trumpet I will raise up the Trump to become a trumpet and Bill Gates to open up the gate of a financial realm for the church says the Lord Listen to the word of the Lord. God says, I will put at your helm 
for two terms. A president that will pray, but he will not be a praying president when he starts. I will put him in office and then I will baptize him with the Holy Spirit and my power, says the Lord of Rose. You know what? I just realized for the first time ever listening to that prophecy for the hundredth time that he says, I will put him in office, then I will baptize him, and he will be a, then a two-term president and be preaching the word of the Lord, basically, from the White House. So I believe during this time that Trump has been set aside, that God has really been working in him and on him and in ways that he's been working on all of us who have been walking with God. And I remember the day God had people pray. I remember the day God put all those preachers around Trump and asked and Trump asked God into his life again. And I believe that day changed. I, he it has been so awesome to watch this whole thing go down and just to see how many people aren't on God's plans and timelines and how they're on their own and they think they're righteous. And just like the people who stoned Jesus and thought they were like these righteous rulers and they were doing the good of humanity by stoning God right now they're stoning basically who God is putting to run our country and like trying to nail him to the cross. And it's just absolutely ridiculous and not in the same way. I, I please don't get offended by that. But in a, in a, in the news media and everything else, they're just trying to like, you know, he's this and that, and it's not working and nothing they do will work. And it, you guys need to think about this too. If God didn't step in in 2016, our country would be completely destroyed right now. We would, we would not be free at all. So God has been working he knows what he's doing and he ha it had to take this time because people on August 8th, 2023 are still fast asleep, not knowing what the heck's going on, waking up every day, putting on their clothes, going to work, doing the or mundane things of life and not realizing what time we're on, that it's God's time. So Lord, thank you for your time. I ask that you bring in your rightful president to the public because a lot of the public is not aware of the truth and what's really going on with our constitution and what really happened when the United States was sold out. And it just has become such a crazy life we live of, of slavery, giving away our income and, um, you know, living under the thumb and dictatorship of, of the social dictators that do not care about us and do not care about our families or future or our health. And they have done everything to destroy the air the water, the everything that, that you've made to sustain your creation. So I just pray, Lord, against all their plans of the enemy and that you send it back to the hell it came from and that you release your glory upon this earth so we can spread the gospel and the true message of who you are. And then the end can come just like you said it would. And I thank you, Lord, for this time of grace, for letting America... Um, I, I, it's not fun being brought to our knees as a country and it's not easy as a people um, trying to survive through this Lord but you somehow some way have kept us all going so thank you for that keep us going until you move your mighty hand and the time of suddenlies come and when they do let us constantly rejoice and remember these dark times and remember that you had to put us through this to get us to this other side for the scales to fall off. And if anybody's listening right now and they're just half on the fence and half on about this whole thing, let their scales fall off of their eyes and let them have ears to hear your plans. Not mine, yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Until next week, everybody. And we really will talk about the Menendez brothers and their story and how they should be set free.